0: I will just talk about the Lord, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. Um, there's a lot of heartache, there's a lot of trouble, there's a lot of animosity going on in this world today. And Jesus Christ said, I come into this world that I may give life, and I may give it more abundantly. And that life more abundantly comes when you put your faith and trust in what Jesus Christ had done. Now that's what I want to talk about tonight is I want to talk about the Lord. I want to, I want each and every one of us, including myself, to consider the Lord Jesus Christ and how good and how wonderful He really is. Okay? Let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll start. Dear Lord, I just want to thank You for Your wonderful grace and Your mercy, Lord God, that You show to every one of us. I would ask and pray, Lord God, that You would please uh, work in our hearts and help us to see, Lord, by Your Spirit, And I would ask and pray, Lord, Father, that you would just grant us the understanding. Lord, I'm a sinner, Lord God, standing here trying to proclaim the wonderful truths of you, Lord. And we just ask and pray that you would just help me and you would just help each and every one of us, Lord, that are sinners as well. That we would just, just humble ourselves before you, Lord God. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for loving us, Lord, when we're not worthy to be loved. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Luke, chapter, Luke chapter 23. If you go there, please, first. If you have a Bible, please open up a Bible. I noticed that there is piles of song books and Bibles as well. Um, please open it up and follow along what we're going to talk about with the Lord Jesus. Luke, Luke, 23. Luke chapter 23. <clears throat> Luke chapter 23, verse 33. And then you might as well get also in another hand, John chapter 19. Let's get both places. Luke chapter 23 and in John chapter 19. Let's get those two places. The gospel according to Luke 23 and the gospel according to John chapter 19. And when they were come to the place, Luke chapter 23, 33, and when they had come to the place which was called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lot, and the people stood, and behold, and the rulers also with them der- uh, deranged him, saying, He saved others, yet... Him save himself if he, can, if he be Christ, the chosen of God." John chapter 19 and verse one. Then Pilate, therefore, took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and, and they put on him a purple robe and said, "Hail, king of the Jews, they were mocking him. And they smote him with their hands. Pilate therefore went forth again and said unto them, Behold, I bring forth to you that ye, know, that ye may know that I find no fault in him. Then came Jesus forth wearing a crown of thorns and a purple robe. And Pilate said unto him, Behold the man. And when the chief priests therefore and officers saw him, they cried out saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said unto them, Take ye him and crucify him, for I find no fault in him. Turn to your Bibles, the Hebrews chapter, chapter 12. Turn to your Bibles, the Hebrews chapter 12. We see that the Lord Jesus Christ was brought before false witnesses. They couldn't find anyone to accuse him, they couldn't find anyone that was able to get the dirt on him, right? How many of us have dirt on us that people could probably scurry up one day and get on us? Yeah, there's all of it. I got my hands up. I got both of my hands. The thing of it is, is that Jesus Christ, they couldn't get that dirt on them because Jesus Christ was the perfect man. Listen to this, folks. We come short of God's glory, right? So therefore, we're imperfect. Jesus Christ, they had to get people to lie against him. They had to get people to make up stories that would fabricate that the judges would hear and then they would end up taking Him and crucifying the Lord of glory, the Savior of the world, the Lamb of God. It says in the book of Acts, Peter says, By wicked hands you have taken and crucified your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Those wicked hands laid hold on Jesus. And those wicked hands drove nails in His hands. Hebrews chapter 12, are you there yet? They it. they made a crown of thorns. They plated it. And then they ended up taking it, putting it on the king of kings, the lord of lords heads, right? And that plate of thorns, that thorns went on his brow and the blood flowed off of him. Right? It said that he gave his back to the mitre. He gave his back to those that would plow. Jesus Christ was whooped and beaten. you and me because you and i are sinners because you and i are to transgressor jesus christ loved us and gave himself for us it doesn't mean that he gave half of his self right if he was without sin it didn't mean that he gave partial himself right he gave every bit of himself to the obedience of the father If he didn't, then he couldn't be a savior. If he didn't obey the Lord, he couldn't be our redeemer. Could he? No. Because the Lord said, he demanded, the Lord had charged and commanded that there would be a lamb without spot and without blemish. Do you know that sin puts a spot? Sin puts a blemish on our souls. How many knows that? Oh my, I know that. Sin puts a tarnish on your soul. It messes with your mind. It ruins your fellowship with your family, your loved one, your children. Puts enmity between you and your workers, your boss. Sin is the problem. Sin has been the problem since Adam and Eve disobeyed God with one commandment. One (laughs) commandment. And they couldn't do it. There's a place in the Bible, in Hebrews, and also in the Psalms that says, God, why art thou mindful of man? Why art thou considered the Son of Man? Why would you even consider man and what man constantly does? And we sin against a holy God. David said in Psalms 51. Thee, O Lord, Thee alone have I sinned against. But what did we do? It was the woman, God. You gave me that woman. We blame everybody else. It was you, God. You gave me the woman. It's your fault that I didn't get what I wanted. It's your fault that because I disobeyed you, that my circumstances... Don't you understand that, Lord? Don't you understand me? I'll tell you this, the Lord knows our hearts. He knows our mind. And I'll tell you, every one of us in this room, in this world, it's vanity, vanity, vanity. It's all about ourselves. It's all about ourselves. It's all about us. Well, I'll tell you what, Jesus Christ, He didn't think about Himself. He cared not for Himself. But Jesus Christ laid down His life. Say, oh, you come right at me and you wanted to kill me. And what was the first reaction we're gonna do? Ha, poo, ha, get out of here, right? We're gonna end up striking, right? We're gonna end up attacking. We're, game on, let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ didn't. He just willfully let them take him. The mob just drug him off. The soldiers came into him while he was praying. Praying three times that this that this cross, this agony that he had to go to to bear for our sins, that he could let it pass. But he said, no, Lord, I'm done praying that. It's not my will, but thine be done. Jesus Christ was not selfish. Every one of us is. Hebrews chapter 12, you there? Look at verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we... Well, that just went somewhere. Therefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, The exhortation is that we need to consider the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to consider the Lord Jesus Christ and the things that He suffered so we can be redeemed by His precious blood. That our soul can be bought back by what He had said and what He had done. What He fulfilled from the Scriptures. We need to consider Him because we go through things in our lives. We have struggles. We have... uh, Battles. We have things that we want to say, forget it. I want to give up. But Jesus Christ didn't. He endured. He endured the joy that was set before him. There was the cross. He was looking at the cross. And every step that he ended up going towards that, he was thinking of redemption for the souls of men that man could be redeemed and saved from their sins if they will simply put their faith and trust in what I had done. And what did Jesus Christ do? Jesus Christ ended up dying and taking our place of our sin. Do you not realize that you and I deserve hell? But Jesus Christ, He ended up, I will not leave thy soul in hell. Nor thy holy one to see corruption, the Lord Jesus Christ went to hell for you and I because he bore our sin. Jesus Christ went there and cast that sin into the sea. When he rose from the dead the third day, guess what? That is the gospel. That's what we're to believe to be saved. That's what we're to trust in what he had done because he had died for us, he was buried for our sins. And he rose again the third day by the, by the power of the scripture, by the word of God. He endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Do you realize the perfect Lamb of God would contradict you? Contra, it was the opposite of what anyone would have to be put to death for? Like a murderer, the other two malefactors on the cross. They deserved their punishment, did they not? So there was contradiction of sinners amongst himself. Look at what happened. is that He was innocent, but yet they killed him. They wouldn't hear what he had to say. Although they heard what he said for three and a half years, right? And they didn't like it because it was messing with their money. It was messing with their proselytes. The people that work can get the money and can put it in the offering to make them rich, right? Jesus didn't do that. He went about doing that which is always good. It says, blessed is the man, his feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Isn't that what Jesus Christ's feet was? Shod with the gospel of peace. Did He not preach that come unto Me, all ye that laven and heavy laden, and I will give you rest? Didn't He say, take My yoke upon Me and learn of Me? Didn't He say that if you come unto Me, I will in no wise cast out? Didn't He say that I have taken your sin, that if you trust Me, you can have your sins forgiven, and you can have eternal life only through Me? That's what He said the wonderful promises of the Word of God. The problem is is that we have sin that besets us. Don't we all? We all have that little vice that gets us off the right path. We all have that little I don't know addiction that we have that gets us off. And that it could be a pill. It could be pornography. It could be uh, liquor. It could be whatever it is. You name it. Come on, it could be any of that stuff. Lust, pride, selfishness. What else you want to go on? We could hit the, the smoking. We could hit all that stuff. But what about what about uh, uh, being unholy? What about claiming the name of Jesus Christ? And being a hypocrite, right? I'll tell you, backslander. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what. Every bit of the Lord Jesus Christ is lovely. He didn't do any of those things. That's why it pleased the Father that in Jesus Christ should all the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwell, because He pleased the Father. Pleased the Holy One, the Creator of heaven and earth. That Jesus Christ Amen. pleased them. Amen. Not only did He please them, but He also pleased the law. Amen. It says in Galatians chapter 3, it says, Cursed is everyone that continueth not, and all the things written in the law, and to do them. Have you broken the law today? Have you honored God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? And- I'll tell you I haven't (laughs) I know you haven't either have you put other gods before your eyes and worshipped them before you worship the creator of heaven and earth the one that gives you breath every morning the one that gives you life the one that is giving you strength the one that's giving you everything that you have have you Eh. maybe a little bit right boquito? nah No. Do you know that Jesus Christ, He is the one and only one that pleased the Father? And by faith in Jesus Christ, in Jesus Christ alone, you could be saved from all of that addiction, all of that porn. All of that lust, all of that backbiting, all that whispering, all that emulation, all that pride, all that thing that you think that you are. Humble yourself because we're not nothing. Jesus Christ is everything. Consider him. How can we get through this life? Come on, through a bottle do a pill? Come on, folks, there's life more abundant that the Lord Jesus Christ wants to give us. We have to be willing to obey. What happens if you don't obey your boss? Your fire, oh, man, Whew, man, the world system is rough, right? Okay, that? You know, God doesn't cast out all, any of those. He, if you go astreep, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. But the Lord hath laid upon him, Jesus Christ, the iniquity of us all. Mm, mm -mm. We need to look unto Jesus because he is the author. What is an author, folks? A writer. writer. Someone that has spoken, put it down in pen. One that is the authority. So if it's saying that Jesus Christ is the author, Jesus Christ is the finisher, Jesus Christ is the finisher and author of faith, because he believed God, he believed God. What do you mean by that? If you go to Galatians chapter, chapter two and verse twenty, show you this really neat little thing here. Galatians two twenty. It says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. I live by the faith of the Son of God. I don't live by my faith. God has given every man the measure of faith in Romans that it talks about that. And that faith that we have that little measure of faith, we need to put it into the Word of God and what it says, that what we are, we are sinners. <clears throat> we are enemies with God because we have not turned from our wicked works. And then once we have believed the Gospel, what Jesus Christ had done, the Lord said that, now I will give you life, I will put my Spirit within you, and He will lead and guide you in all truth, but you have to still obey what I say. That's a big book to obey. Huh. Yeah, it is. And guess what? Just because if you get saved and born again, doesn't mean you're not a sinner either. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen? The Lord says that we are to press towards the mark. The Lord says that we have to despise all of that stuff. We got to not look back at the dunghill anymore. We got to keep going towards the Lord Jesus Christ. Daily taking up that cross. Daily living for Jesus. How can a man, Jesus was, he said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Luke chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Two places Jesus Christ said that His Word is our source of food. And we know what food is, right? Come on, guys. We know what it is. We enjoy it, right? I enjoy it. I'll tell you what. We need to enjoy and consider Jesus Christ and the words of the living God and we need to feed off that. Amen. We need to ask God for understanding. I don't know. Ask Him. He can give it to you. He's the God of all wisdom. He's the God of all comfort. Why not ask Him? It says that for the joy that was set before Him, He endured the cross, He despised the shame, and He sat down at the right hand of God. We need to consider Him Why? It says there in verse 3 it says, Lest ye be weary and faint in your minds. Do you know if you don't confess your sins, you allow that stuff to resonate, what ends up taking place is that you just, it compiles, it compiles, it compiles, it compiles. It just burdens burdens you and burdens you and burdens you and burdens you. We need to be sensitive to the Word of God. We need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We need to be sensitive to God Almighty and His words. When He says we're unjust, don't boast and think that we're not. We are. We need to have a humble mind. We need to be considerate of what Jesus Christ had done for us. Why? Because we have not resisted unto blood. We have not resisted striving against sin, have we? Well, Jesus Christ has. He is the author and finisher of our faith. If we rest in Him, if we trust in Him, do you know and walk in Him and abide in Him? Man, oh, the joy that will fill your soul. right? Does that mean that we're not going to have trouble? Man, God is not a genie, guys. God is not a a lotto ticket or powerball. No, man, that's just what this world has been pumping and filtering in our heads year after year, day after day, minute after minute. It's raping you of your love for the Lord. It's stealing from you the joy that you could have. Mm, mm, mm. stealing from us folks in Hebrews chapter 3 let's go there let's consider more about our Lord and Savior I don't know what time I started does anyone know what time I started six. I started at 6 was it or was it a little bit after 6.08 six six 6.08 okay I won't be much longer um what's Hebrew word- Hebrews chapter Chapter 3. Yes, sir. Verse 1. Okay. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. I forgot to bring that up about how short we come. Have you been faithful to the Lord today? I haven't. Mm -mm. But you want to know what? Let's consider the one who has been faithful. Because he is the one that can get us through. He is the one that can get us through it. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Inasmuch as he... Who hath built the house hath more honor than the house. Did you see that in verse 3, what it says? Verse number 2, it says that Jesus Christ was faithful. It says in verse 3 that Jesus Christ was counted worthy. Go to Revelation. Revelation chapter 5. Jesus Christ was counted worthy. Revelation chapter 5, verse 1 And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven. (laughs) Are you worthy? Sorry. No man in heaven. But I thought I'd get a glorified body when I get to heaven. I thought I'm not going to sin anymore. Wait a minute. No one's worthy in heaven, right? right. <clears throat> Nor one on earth. Amen, brother. Nor on uh, in earth, neither under the earth. There ain't no crustacean underneath there that's greater than God. There's no. Uh, there, you know what else? You know what's underneath us, right? You know what's in the heart of the earth, right? Who's under the earth? That's the devil. That's the one that ended up saying, I will exalt my throne above the clouds of God. I will, accept, I will be like the Most High. His pride was lifted up. You see that in Isaiah 14 and uh, Ezekiel 28. Get some time and look that up. Who is worthy? No one in heaven. No one in earth. No one under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon, because no one's worthy. And I wept much. Wouldn't you weep if you just found out that there was nobody worthy to help you? What are you going to do for your soul in the day of judgment when you stand before a righteous God? And he says, Why will I let you into heaven? Well, God, I was baptized. Wrong. Answer. I told you, study to show thyself approved unto God. Well, I went to church. Wrong answer. There's nothing in this earth. There's nothing below this earth. There's nothing in heaven. A meteor, in the shape of a woman could fall down and men will worship and bow themselves to that. Amen. Instead of the one that created the heaven and the moon and the stars. You don't think they would? Go ahead and read chapter, uh, uh, Acts chapter uh, uh, 15 and 17 when they were worshiping the princess Diana and it was a meteor to come out of the earth, out of the sky. Nobody's worthy. Nobody's worthy. Boy, oh boy. Verse 5, one of the elders said unto me, weep not. Behold, 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 the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne, and the four beasts in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of, my, uh, uh, the, book out of the right hand of, of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the foot, remember, no one could look at that book, remember? If you can't look at it, if you can't open it, this man has come and taken it out of the hand of that was sitting on the throne. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the root and offspring of David. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of Lords. Before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints, of saints. And they sung a new song. Okay, Go to verse 12. Well, verse 11, And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand times ten thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that is slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. Worthy is the Lamb of God must have been the shedding the blood to remit our sins and the Lamb of God Jesus Christ had shed that blood so we can have forgiveness of sins if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior do not put off until tomorrow tomorrow may never come the Lord said boast not thyself of tomorrow for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth We're not promised to wake up out of that bed. We're not promised that we'll rise. We're not promised that we'll be able to walk up here and get out of here or get home from work tomorrow, are we? No, we're not. But I'll tell you what, it's good to know where you'll spend eternity if you do die. And Jesus Christ said, if you believe in me, I am eternal life, And where I am, there you may be also, if you put your faith in me. All right. Dear Lord, I just want to thank you for the time that we're able to spend um, with opening up your word and speaking on it, Lord. I just ask and pray that you encourage and help those that are hearing, Lord. And I want to thank you, Father, for you being faithful. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for you being worthy. You being worthy, Lord, to forgive us of our sins. Being worthy, Lord, to open up the book with the seven seals. Being worthy, Lord God, because you obeyed and did that which is always pleasing to the Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your wonderful mercy. Thank you for your love towards us, Lord. Please work in our hearts, Lord, that we'll walk in your love. Please work in our hearts, Lord God, that hatred and animosity and and fear and loathing Lord would be taken away from our hearts Lord please forgive us of our unrighteousness and our sin Lord help us Lord and I ask all these things in Jesus name amen Amen. Amen. you're welcome